Good morning, Tile friends. Welcome back to another episode of Tile Money, the podcast where I, Luke Miller, discuss the business of tile installation. I am a tile contractor here in the lovely state of California, and I've started this podcast because I've struggled to show a profit over the years, and I've um, researched and learned and done my best to build a good, profitable business. But I've noticed that tile contractors in general just don't charge enough. So it's my sincere hope and my mission to assist you run and build better, stronger businesses that show a profit. And this is only good for, this is can only be good for the industry as a whole, as well as your piggy bank as well, correct? So today I have a a solo episode. I do a lot of interviews, but today I have a solo episode. And I want to talk to you about the Pareto Principle, otherwise known as the 80-20 rule. And I want to talk to you about what this rule is, who invented it, or who came up with it. In, in other words, who, who kind of put it down on paper and noted it. And what it means for businesses, what it means for your business. And I want to dive into to this a little bit. But before I do, I wanted to thank my sponsor today. Uh, Bosco Tools has sponsored this episode, and I really like Bosco Tools. They make some g- great demolition and dust extraction tools, and I I offer dust dust free demolition in my business since I'm in the remodel industry. This is a good sales tactic for me, and I think it could be great for you as well. Uh, together with these tools, along with HEPA filters and zip walls, I can um, effectively you know demo floors and showers and what have you tile-wise, and I can get in and out of the customer's house and, and have a, keep a clean site, and they really are happy with this, and I can charge a premium for my demolition services. Oftentimes, it's the most profitable thing I do um, as, as far as counting on it. So if you go to boscotools.com slash tile-money, and you check out their tools, and if you decide to purchase some, make sure you enter the the discount code tile money and you'll receive 10% off. So once again, friends, um, go to my website, uh, tilemoney.com and sign up for my, my email newsletters or my show notes. And I'll, I'll email you this link, boscotools.com slash tile dash money. And once again, enter that discount code tile money for 10% off. So thank you, Bosco tools. Keep up the good work. Appreciate everything you're doing for the tile industry. So let's get into this uh, 80-20 rule a little bit. What is it? What does it mean? Well, in in short, the Pareto principle states that 80% of the effects come from 20% of the causes. So that means that 20% of what we do every day produces 80% of the outcome. So if you're in business for yourself, which I assume you are, you're, you're in sales and marketing, whether you like it or not, even, even though we're tile installers, correct? We, we wear a lot of hats. So if we apply this, if we understand and apply this principle, we can save 80% of our time and money by zeroing in on the correct 20% of our market, as well as the correct 20% of what we do every day. So... In 1896, there was an Italian economist, Vilfredo Pareto. Say that three times fast. 
Vilfredo Pareto, right? Now, <laughs> he noted and wrote down um, in, in his studies there that approximately 80% of the land in Italy was owned by 20% of the population. So years later, this Pareto principle was written about and, and um, credit was given to Vilfredo Pareto for this 80-20 rule. Because what we found, what people have found over the years, is that this applies to to everything in life. Um, in 1992, the United Nations Development Program report shows that the global income, uh, it does a report on the global income, I guess, and in 19, 1992, this is what it showed, that the richest 20% of the world's population controlled 82.7% of the world's income. So again, we see this 80-20 rule um, standing true, standing, you know, it's a true fact there. So what that means for your business is that 80% of your business sales come from 20% of your, of your customers. And I'm going to break this down in a little bit. Uh, one, if you're, if you're looking after this podcast and you're looking to dive into this rule a little bit more and learn a little bit more about it and, and some more tips, I recommend Perry Marshall's book, 80-20 Sales and Marketing. And that's where I, I got a lot of this um, information, uh, even a, a good illustration I'm going to share with you next. And that book is uh, available on audible.com. And that allows you to listen to it while you drive or walk the neighborhoods or whatever you're doing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I like listening to books and podcasts. Of course, I've told you that. But of course, you can also buy the book on Amazon. So Perry Marshall's 80-20 Sales and Marketing. And again, he shows us how we can spend 80% of our time and money, but um, or save, save 80% of our time and money by zeroing in on the right 20% of our market that we're, we're actively marketing to. And you know, another interesting thing I thought of was, I remember, I recall Steve Roche, I, I clearly recall him saying that we should all be spending 20% of our weekly time inside the office. So if we're going to talk about a 40-hour week, of course, that's eight hours a day, one day a week. Or you might want to do it a little bit every day, approximately one and a half, two hours a day. Um, you know, I, I know another interview I did, another good one was Robert Davis. And he says his best two hours is is right during the lunch hour. And, you know, he runs a crew and he'll just let them uh, keep working after lunch. He takes his lunch in his trucks and just does everything that he needs to do that day office-wise right there in his truck. Um, and I know he's got a family and I do too. And I know when I get home, uh, even if I have good intentions, uh, you know, I can't, I can't really get anything done. And by the time everybody's in bed, I'm pretty wore out myself. So I found that early mornings, and I'm, I've started to put, put into principle, put into practice uh, that same thing that Robert's doing. In fact, it's, it's about 8 a.m. here now where I'm at, and I'm carving out an hour to do this podcast sitting in front of my job site. So it's a good, it's a good idea, friends, to find, find, carve out the time, carve out that 20% because our money is made in the office. It really is. You can find mistakes. You can find um you know, customers that you forgot to bill, you can find all kinds of areas where you might be bleeding money and you didn't even know it. And if you're just focused on installing tile, and if you believe that that's where the money is, is made, um, I'm here to tell you that 
you know, 20% of your time is going to produce 80% of your money. And that needs to be in the office. So Perry Marshall, again, I wrote about this um, and he gave a beautiful illustration. So I thought I would share it with you and then see how we can apply it to our tile installation businesses. So he he wrote about Starbucks and um, how Starbucks, uh, you know, sells a $2,700 espresso machine. So I implore you to to listen to this and, and ask yourself, what is my $2,700 espresso machine? Um, so let's say that Starbucks sells a thousand five dollar lattes every day now the 80 20 rule says that one percent of those people will give starbucks 50 percent of that five thousand dollars so so for every five thousand dollars in lattes starbucks sells one twenty seven hundred dollar espresso machine kind of interesting huh so it leads you to believe um you know it shows you the success of starbucks of course, is is due to multiple things, but one of the things they do is they they have varying price points, all the way up to you know very large ticket items. I mean, what the heck kind of coffee shop sells a you know close to a three thousand dollar machine here? Well, Starbucks does because they know that there's somebody out there for for every five thousand dollars. There's some there's one person who's going to give them almost three thousand dollars. So. What is your espresso machine and how can we apply this to the tile installation business? So I thought I'd just give out some some rough numbers here and I think they're realistic. They're round so that I can comprehend them and do the math fairly easy and I, I might have screwed it up anyways, but here we go. So <laughs> let's say I want you know to make to sell a hundred thousand dollars every year. And let's say I have an average of twenty clients. A, a year. So I know those 20 customers are going to give me $5,000 each on average to to bring me up to that 100 grand, correct? So the 80/20 rule tells me that four of those 20 are actually going to be in a position to pay me to buy $20,000, not just 5. So four of those 20 customers would potentially give me $20,000 if I had a $20,000 sale or up upsell to them. And that would give me $80,000. So all of a sudden, do you see how powerful this is? All of a sudden, I needed four customers to get up to 80 grand, whereas before last year, it took me 20 to get up to 100. So when we think about how powerful this 80-20 rule is, and we start to apply it, we see that I didn't, you don't necessarily need new customers you don't need you know new customers you need more options you need for your cut for your existing customers you need something expensive you need a three thousand dollar espresso machine to sell these people because on average you know 80 percent might only spend the five thousand but 20 percent are going to spend the twenty thousand so how can we put this into place? What what would a customer buy, pay, you know, you twenty thousand dollars for versus the five thousand? Well, I'm just going to throw out some ideas here to get your brain juices flowing here, and hopefully you can come up with some of your own. Um, and then we need to offer everybody, everybody. We need to be telling everybody we know. Hey, did you know I offer heated floors? Do you know we can upgrade this grout to epoxy grout? And here are the benefits. Do we? Do you know that I 
can offer you a mosaic mural over your um, under your hood, over your stove, or um, on the back wall of your shower. Hey, see these pictures here. I mean, even if you personally can't do it, I'm sure you have a connection that can, right? I mean, I've even started advertising, um, you know, the famous octopus shower, and I say, hey, I don't. This isn't my work, but we can fly this gentleman in, and you better believe that. Um, I'll I'll make some money on top of that if I ever had a had a person a customer take me up on that and and I I know you know I'm talking about uh, Joshua Nordstrom if you don't follow him um, Tierra Tile on Instagram or Facebook and I know you know what I'm talking about but uh, locally here you know I don't even have to go that far up to Alaska but locally I know um, I've gotten to know some mosaic artists and I've kept them in mind and saved some of their pictures because I want to upsell them to the right customers when I find them. All right, how about the lighted niches? Um, we know there's some lighted niches, multiple ways to do that. Um, so are we offering our customers that? How about a steam room instead of a basic shower? Do we offer our customers that? I mean, that could definitely turn a $5,000 shower into a $20,000 sale right there, especially if we know we spend 20% of our time. Let's say we took one day this week and went to the plumbing stores and went to the the lighting stores and found out and got gathered some brochures. I mean, th- there's nothing stopping you from sourcing and selling um, everything, all the components to a steam room. I mean, we're in business. Come on. All right. How about a Roman tiled tub? So these are just some thoughts. You know, this could, you could easily see where if you have these things on your website or you have some brochures, you've done the homework in, in advance and you know how to sell it and you've done some research on how to, how to build some of these things. You can see how um, four of your customers out of 20 would give you $20,000 to upgrade a $5,000 shower. Let's just say I'm just using some rough numbers here, friends. So I think you understand um, what I'm talking about here. So how are some ways that we can start some practical ways we can start to implement this 80-20 rule? Well, I like to start to implement this from the very first time somebody calls me. So I have five questions here to share with you. And these are simple yes or no questions that we should be getting before we run out to the to the potential customer's house. And maybe you can think of a couple others. Maybe you have some others that you prefer. I don't know. Um, first question is, do they have the money to spend? <laughs> so obviously, this is a yes or no question. We want to get to the meat of it. Uh, you know, I, I need a shower. Can you run out here and give me give me a price quote? Well, you know, if you've been doing this a few years, you should know approximately what a shower is going to cost them. So let's let's find a way to get to that conversation over the phone because if they're thinking they're going to spend $2,000 for a shower and your showers start at four, we obviously have an issue. There might not be a reason to go out and visit them inside their home. Uh, the second question I have written down here is, do they have an urgent problem? Now, if you're a solo installer, you might be stuck up a creek, especially if you're weeks and months out like some of you are at this time. Uh, but if you if you have a business and you're running you know, six crews or four crews, you want to make sure that you're listening you're, for this urgent problem and you're asking about it. Um, especially around the holidays, we see a lot of this. You know, we, we see, I, I get phone calls, well, it's, it's Wednesday, we need, we need a tile. 
um, floor installed by Friday because we have guests coming over Saturday and our bathroom is a mess. And, and I've called six contractors, uh, Luke, and I can't find anybody. Well, they have an urging problem. They're having a heart attack right now. And if you can defibrillate their heart attack and bring them back to life, you can pretty much charge what you need to because this is a business, it's a negotiation. And if you're offering something they need, they're going to be willing to pay for it. So, and I, I know a lot of, you know, a lot of you have this, this, this thinking, and I want to say it's like a cancer that needs to be cut out. Well, don't, you can't, you can't charge that. I only charge 75 an hour. You can't charge a hundred. You can't charge 150. I charge 75. Well, what I want to say to you is don't you understand? There's always somebody that says, well, you charge 75. I only charge 45. You're ripping your clientele off. And then that guy, there's another 20% that'll say, hey, you charge 45. I only charge 25. And on and on it goes. So (laughs) the point of it is, is you're in business to make money. I mean, if you don't want to make money, come work for me. No, <laughs> just kidding. But the point of it is, is, is you're in business to make money. So if somebody calls you and they need something done tomorrow, you better believe I'm going to say, you know, sir, I can do this, but it's going to charge, you know, it's going to charge you double my normal rates because I've got to drop everything. I've got to inconvenient my other job, pick up tools and on and on. And they're going to say yes or no. They're going to say, yes, that's fine. I have the money. The money's not an issue. My issue is I need my bathroom for Saturday. <laughs> so are do they have an urgent problem that you can solve? Um, that's a good way to put this uh, into practice, to start to identify that 20% of your customers who are going to give you 80% of your money. Now, the third question on the phone you can say is, um, uh, let's see here. Do they buy into your unique selling proposition? If they've seen something online that you do and they're calling you specifically for that, you know that this customer is already yours. They're going to give you 20% of your money for that month or whatever. All right. Now, the, th- the fourth question is, do they have the ability to say yes if you do go out there? In other words, are both decision makers, are all the decision makers there at the table? I like this uh, question because uh, I got it from, um, you know, Paul Lucia, Cabot and Row episode. We talk about, there was two episodes we talked about his estimating process. And he has a great thing where he sells the job right there at the kitchen table. So I really feel like all, all of us should be aiming to do this. So before we run out to their house, you know, if, if we're going to try to put this into practice, we need to make sure that both decision makers are going to be there at 4.30 on a Friday when we're going to be there or whatever the case may be. Because we want to uh, potentially walk away with a, with a firm handshake. Um, I prefer a check or cash and a signed contract is what I prefer and... Um, recommend. Now, the fifth question here would be, does this fit your overall plan? So uh, what do I mean by this? Well, I like to ask, you know, is this your house? Are you, are you going to be in it a long time? Um, are you a flipper? You know, try to, try to flush out their, their motives because if they're trying to flip the house and put it on the market real fast, that may or may not fit your business. Um, it depends on you, I guess. But for me personally, you know, typically I want to be on the higher scale of things. So typically I'm looking for a, a customer who wants something special that they can enjoy for many years to come. So if they if they say they're a flipper or something, you know, I know that there's a really 
good chance there's 80% probability, probably higher than that, that they're not going to be my customer. All right, so I hope those five questions helped um, give you some ways to put this into practice before you even run around. So let's see here. So another way we can apply this 80-20 rule is we might um, be experiencing, especially if we have a lot of contractors we work for, our stores or whatever, this 80-20 rule can also apply 20% of our customers probably need to be fired <laughs> and we need to move on and find a new 20% to fill that spot, fill that void. Um, identify the customers where you're, you're not making very much money, you're losing money and start to either fire them or let them know you're raising your your rates, you're raising your prices and it's up to them. I mean, they you'll, you might be surprised how many will pay you more money for what you've already been doing. I mean, you might double your prices tomorrow and you might, let's say you doubled your prices on, on, 10, um, on 10 customers. Let's say you work for 20, 20 contractors and I'm just spitballing here, but so let's say 10 of, um, 20% of those 10 are, uh, are giving you headaches. You know, you're losing money. So, so what is that? Um, that's two, two, two contractors. You need to double your prices on. Um, well, I, I, I need some larger numbers, but let's say, let's say one of them says, well, forget you. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. But the other one, you know, says, okay, you know, let's, let's keep going. I understand your, your predicament here. We've been real happy with you. All of a sudden you're making more money, um, for half the headache. You, you got rid of one customer. The other one still gives you headaches, but you're, at least you're making more money. So you see how, how many practical ways we can apply this 80, 20 rule. So so did you enjoy this episode? Did you find, I hope you found at least one thing that you can implement into your business. If you did, I want to encourage you to put this into action today. Write it down, take a minute of your day to put it into action or, or put it on paper, how you're going to start to implement it later in the week. And because without action, friends, if you're just listening and listening and not applying a few of these tips when you hear them, and you think you can um, benefit from them, nothing's going to happen. And this is true. I, I don't care who you're listening to or what you're reading. You can read book after book, year after year. You could spend hundreds of thousands in college education. But until you put this stuff into action, it, it, it's all for no reason. So I want to encourage all of you to put one thing into action if you found one thing valuable in this podcast episode today. So I want to thank all of you for listening. Uh, I've got some really exciting things coming up here. I'm going to be making some improvements on the podcast episodes and got some great interviews lined up. Um, For anybody who wants to be interviewed, you can email me, tilemoney at gmail.com. I know I've talked to some of you and we've been having some trouble scheduling. My schedule is going to be opening up here soon, um, later in March. And we're going to be narrowing down on some some times and some more efficient ways to get together and do these interviews. All right, so today's tip of the day is brought to you by Paul Lucia. And if you haven't listened, like I mentioned, to the estimating um, episodes where I interviewed Paul, they're also on YouTube. Um, this here episode is only on audio on podcast um, apps. But Paul Lucia gives us the tip of the day, and he says... A neighbor needed one tile replaced. So his neighbor needed one tile replaced. And he says, for such small jobs, our going rate 
is one homemade baked good. So I really love this, Paul. Um, it's awesome. Uh, you know, friends, we want to be, you know, the whole point of being in business is to give back to our communities and to be productive, be a good citizen. Um, the only way we're going to do this is if we're charging enough. And if you listen to those episodes, I'm not going to give it away, but if you listen to those episodes, Paul shares what he charges per day for him and a helper. And a lot of you think, you know, a lot of you, and rightly so, acknowledge that that's, that's more than you're charging. That's a lot for a tile installation company. But being that he, he charges um, accordingly to his business plan and his business, the way he has it set up, it works for him. And he's able to go out and do these repairs. I'm sure he doesn't do them daily or weekly, but when a neighbor calls him, he's going to go do it for a baked good. And this just shows that running a good profitable business allows us to give back to our communities. It allows us to donate to charities. It allows us to do what we need to do to be a good neighbor. So thank you, Paul, for for mentioning this in my Facebook group. It just goes to show that it's not all about the money, friends. It's about being a good citizen and and feeling good and, and giving back to the tile industry and the communities that we live and work in. So... I want to thank all of you who donated to my GoFundMe account. It means so much to me. It really does. It, it just gives me uh, some more fuel to add to the fire. I was able to purchase some audio equipment, and I'll be able to do some mobile recordings with it. And I've got some fun stuff coming up. March 2nd, uh, coming up here real soon, is the MUD event in Fresno. This is the second year, and I'm really upset that I missed the first year. I had a lot going on um, with my life at the time, but you know, I missed uh, I missed seeing some really cool people, some people that unfortunately uh, w- wouldn't be able to make it, um, like Armin. I'm thinking of Armin Tavi, and um, you know, of course, you know he's he's passed, and um, would have been a really really nice thing to to shake his hand and get to meet him. But I'm looking forward to this year's event. You never know who's going to show up. Um, There's a lot of people coming this year and it's going to be a lot of fun. So the Mud 2 event uh, at DeSoto in in sales in Fresno there. I hope to see you there and shake your hand. Maybe we can carve out some time to do a do an impromptu episode. If you're going to be there and you want to record an episode with me, I'm going to bring my my auto, my um, mobile recording stuff, my mobile recording studio, and we can get together in the back of DeSoto's or in the hotel room and record an episode. It'll be a lot of fun. And I've got three microphones, so we could potentially do a, a three a three person interview, three three or four people at a time. So, looking forward to it. And thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you're having a great, profitable week. Until next time, keep on tiling. <laughs>